Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Kill the music. Do you not know how? That's to not what that means. To kill it. Well, you, and we have a fade and go button, so it takes four seconds. You need a little therapy sesh after that phone call you just took from a friend of the show? <laughs> no. What was that? Oh, what was that about? Um, I get them once in a while. Uh, someone found out I was moving to Japan, and they're a loyal listener. They listen. He listens every day. His name's Dan. Friend of the show, Dan, who we like. Shout and out, Dan. So I thought he was calling in because he's a huge Seahawks guy, so I thought he wanted to talk a little Pete Carroll. Oh, okay. Um, but he just He's like part man, part Seahawk? Is that what he is? Big Seahawks. What is a sea? Is that a pigeon? He's a Seahawks fan. Oh, oh, oh. like on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, a fan of the like team, Norwesterner. Guys. Yeah, yeah. And he found out the news that I'm moving to Japan. From who? The show? Is God. this a talk of the town? We talk about it almost every day on the program. Yeah, you That's said he true. listens every day. He, do- he actually he does listen. Every he just day. misses all of the yeah, every- Amory's going to Japan to segment. He's Domo. Like, he's like, some days I don't know why I listen to them because I love them. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> But he wants to meet you guys at some point. We are a comfort food to a lot of people. Because a lot of people driving home are like, oh, my day was stressful. And my mind hurts from thinking, you know what will help? You know what will help? Mm-hmm. These idiots. Yeah, I think that's how sure. he feels. Um, so uh, he just wanted to talk to me about Japan. Oh, because he's been. Yeah, he has a lot of info on it. And, why are you being coy? No, I'm not being coy. I'm just like, and he just like is going to miss me, and he's going to bother me, and he just wanted to Aww. try to get a hold of me. And I was like, well, you still got a couple months to call. I give my phone number out often to people. Like, I don't care. Like, you can find my I phone. I care. Yeah, I know you do. There are a handful of friends of the show. Nope, I'm not going to give them that term. There's a handful of peoples who have abused that. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well... <clears throat> And um, a lot of the friends of the show will either follow me on Facebook or Instagram, so that they hit me up on that too. But that was really nice. He just wanted to personally call. That's sweet. Can we have a little on air production meeting real quick? Yeah. Today, also, it was lovely, but today, you guys are familiar with the Jay Bell show? Yeah. Sure. The Jay Bell show put out some social media today. Jay Bell's Man Talk, Mondays, 3 40 p.m. Yes. Put a good little graphic together. It's Jay Bell, who, by the way, if you only listen to the show, she's cute as a button. Sure. She is. She's adorable. Fred, you were doing important business yesterday. Yeah. Uh, but she came on here and I just keep wanting to set her up. Yeah. So I'm trying to find her a man. This is the on-air production meeting I want to have. I saw our social media. People were raving about your guys to sit down with Jay Bell. Yeah. Love it. People oh, love it. loved it. If, can you rip that? Can we replay it today for people who might have missed it? Yeah, so she sta- she ended up staying on a while, but uh, did two segments, two and a, yeah, two and a little bit. Yeah, two two segments yeah, can, in like two I can, minutes. I can, I can get it. <laughs> that might be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. People raved about it. I'm gonna work on that right now. So it was dating and shenanigans from a male perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. She tags us, which is nice at Talk ABQ. But you can hear us every Monday on ninety three point three The Q with J Bell doing man stuff. 
And she refers to it as Man Talk Monday. Yeah. But we refer to it as Mansplaining Monday. Well, and I refer to it as Man Fred Crush Monday. And, Amarie, if you don't know what mansplaining is... Let us explain So this, you. what happens is, yeah. obviously, men are bigger and stronger and smarter people, and better know, at everything. Yeah. And then, we have any, whenever a, we find a topic, we explain it to you in a way that from you our can, perspective with your little tiny brains can understand. That's what mansplaining is. For for some, with like... Crap, oh, I, I did it. it again. In a way that Amarie can under... To, pro, to, mm-hmm. to get... She's that one. Mm-hmm. Which I'm into. I'm into the idea of being over there. So you can catch us every Monday over there, immediately before this program starts. So technically, on Mondays, you can have us for greater than three hours. Like three hours and like some minutes. Mm-hmm. Like three hours and three minutes. Is that how long our segment is over there? It's not that long. It's so funny. It feels longer because of all the content and hilarity. It, de- it definitely takes me longer to drive here, and I live very close to the studio. You live closer than me. I live very close. Yeah. By design. Pete Carroll's gone. He a better pro coach or a better college coach in in the bigger picture? I mean, he's probably, I would say, a better pro coach because how many college coaches made that leap and were as successful as him? Like him and Jimmy Johnson? Is that it? From college to pro? Yeah. Th- just them too, right? Um, yeah, I mean I can't immediately think of another one. I was trying to go with one of those like at Notre Dame kind of thing. Tom Coughlin, maybe. Tom Coughlin? Mm, I see li- him. I him- see him way more as an NFL coach. Same. Not like a little halfy boy. I'll just put him in the list. Since 2012, college coaches have made the leap to the NFL. The most have not feared well, blah, blah, blah. The worst one of all time is Urban Meyer. <laughs> yes. Yes, an understatement. Now, does Jim and John Harbaugh count as one? The Harbros? Yeah. Yeah, totally. All right, so the Harbros. One went back. Oh, like Barry Switzer? Does that count? Because he just inherited Jimmy Johnson's program. Like, I don't think that counts. I don't think that counts. I think it's Pete Carroll and Jimmy Johnson. That's it. At least from my lifetime. I'm going to put Tom Coughlin on the list. But you're right. It's a short list. Because it, it used to be like a pipeline. The college and NFL coaching pipeline used to exist sure and then we got all into renewable resources and they got rid of that pipeline i had to cheat on this one john robinson i don't know who that is yeah john robinson he did it both at a high level jim harbaugh US, usc national championship rams and a few championship games no super bowls bill o'brien he won over 50 percent. he's won over 50 percent of his nfl games the Harbros, Pete Carroll, Jimmy Johnson. That's kind of it. 505-246-0610. Who am I missing? Also, don't text and drive. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, please. Yeah, I mean, it's not a list. It's Pete Carroll, though. And he came up 
obviously some time ago. Yeah. <clears throat> so he gone. Was that on air or not? Okay. We're at some point going to run the J-Bell stuff today. People loved it. They asked a ton about it. We're going to run it. What time are we off air today? Six what? 6.25 to pregame, and then you go over to J.J. Buck for the Lobo women's Lobo pregame. Ooh, Ooh J.J.'s and then, good. And then the women's Lobo basketball team takes on Utah State. Well, let's just play J-Bell at 6. Sounds great. A little on-air production. I can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Sweet. So now that Pete Carroll is out. But is he out-out? So that's an interesting one, right? Because I never would have thought when he left UFC that I'm going to call this legendary. I don't know what other words to use. That he would have had this legendary NFL run. Sure. So I can't predict what he's going to do here because I couldn't predict the last time he left a thing. So after they shortly announced it, like an hour and a half ago, they followed up saying they will keep him within the organization. Right. Mm. Front office guy, maybe GM, maybe advisor, maybe wears a lot of hats kind of thing. You want to keep him around. He's so successful and so integral to the success of the Seahawks. Seahawks were nothing well, for decades. I'm assuming. And Pete Carroll came in and rejuvenated. I know what it is. I can tell you exactly what it is. Because I'm so very smart in this world. I know everything. Pete Carroll said, guys, I need three more years or whatever. To be where I want to be for the generational wealth, blah, blah, blah. Seahawks said, cool, we got it. But we also have to look ahead. And Mike Vrabel is available right now. Mm. Mike Vrabel is going to New England. That's the perfect fit for New England. Well, and if it's not Mike Vrabel, who is it? In Seattle? Sirianni? That wouldn't be bad. That wouldn't be bad. Like, Who's the closest to Mike McDaniel? Let's start Mike McDaniel's tree right now. Who is the closest to him? Chase Daniel. <laughs> Chase McDaniel? Chase McDaniel. Okay. Oh, I forgot to text Trey Wingo about. So we're going to try to get Chase Daniel on the program. I want it, though. Where's the Eberflus at? Is he available? He didn't get fired, right? No, he stayed with Chicago. Yeah. If you'd have been like, hey, literally one week ago, you two would have been like, Freddie. Listen, take this bet, okay? Mike Vrabel, he gone. Pete Carroll, he gone. But here's here's the hook, Fred. Eberflus still has a job is- one week from today. They they traded for and top shelf defensive lineman. They got sweat. And then they went five and three. They lost the only the three games they lost since they traded. Montez Sweat, all three of those teams are in the playoffs. <laughs> That's insane. Of, of course you're going to keep that guy. They finally turned it around. And I think that they're going to keep Justin Fields, too. Whoa, it just hit me. Do we have a whoa sound effect? Whoa. Whoa. We just saw this happen, and it worked really well. I forgot all about Bruce Arians down there in Tampa Bay. Mm. This just happened. This is the new thing. You get two head coaches on your team? This is the new play. Van, do you know where Tampa Bay is right now? 
playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Do you know who their coach is? You don't. Todd Bowles. <laughs> Todd Bowles. <laughs> that was Tom Brady's choice. This is wild. This is the new thing. Uh, we're going to put a, another head coach at our uh, uh, VP of head coaching relations. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Put him in there. Two of them. Well, C- Seattle needs, I mean, as amazing of a story as Geno Smith was, mm-hmm. you need to get rid of the defensive coach. Check. They done that. Put him in the front office. Let him help. Get an offensive coach. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Ben Johnson, as close to Mike McDaniel as it gets, and get him a new quarterback. They should get the Dan Lanning guy. He's like five minutes away in Oregon. <laughs> Just call him. Come up, Dan. You can hang out with Pete. You guys could get a loft together. Kelsey Grammer lives here. Would you rather? Oh, oh, I love if, this game. If you're Dan Lanning, yeah. would you rather not a heralded NFL coaching position, mm-hmm. but a good one? Mm-hmm. Seahawks, are, that's a good job. There's only 32 Chargers, that's a good job. That's a, there's only 32. Would you have a middle tier? Would you rather have a middle tier NFL coaching job or a legendary college football job? Oregon's up there, but they're not up there, up there. If Dan Lanning's like that sought after where he's being talked about in the NFL and college circles, would you rather be Michigan or Alabama? Probably the best two or three jobs in all of college football. Or would you rather be like Seahawks or Chargers, like somewhere in the middle? Seahawks or Chargers? I would say NFL every time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to deal with children. You don't have to deal with the NIL stuff. You don't have to deal with recruiting and trying to get your donors to get as much money as possible. You just got to, like, pay dudes. You just got to be a good coach in the NFL and have good players. All those other X's in the equation are out of the way. No one wants to get to just the JV team. College is JV compared to the NFL except in the South. (sighs) You're not wrong. That's where it's also varsity. Alabama, Michigan, Texas. Michigan had all of the highest rated. These uh, programs, they the coaches make more than NFL coaches. It's people are more passionate. More people show up to the games. It's JV only in the sense that you don't have the best talent. People are more passionate about college football than they are the NFL. I'm just saying passion, passionate. Obviously, NFL is king, makes more money, has more views. Well, we did the top 100 most watched programs on this very show. And what, 93 of them were the NFL? Is that right? I think it was 93 of them. Yeah. And Michigan had all three of the top three college ones. Mm -hmm. They had them all. When they're in the mix, they're the deal. If we looked at the NFL, though, none of the, the Seahawks beat them. Every time. I mean, we, I, I'm just guessing that. But we'd have to go look. And I, I mean, the Seahawks are beating them. I agree. And that's just me. But I bet I bet there'd be almost a 50-50 split. Whether you would have a middle-of-the-road NFL job. I'm not talking about Packers, Steelers, Cowboys, Niners. I'm not talking about these jobs. I'm talking about middle-of-the-road NFL job versus top-shelf college football job. I bet it's 50-50 right down the middle. I know some people who are absolute 
college football junkies who would say 100% of the time, I'd rather be the coach of Alabama or Michigan than Seattle or Los Angeles 10 times out of 10. The part that's cool. Regardless about, of salary. Yeah. The cooler part about the NFL is it's a job. Mm-hmm. College is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've worked at a couple of colleges. It sucks. College lifestyle sucks. You and I were out drinking drinks late last night. We were up pretty late last night, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Had a lot to celebrate. And I text my old office mate at this university I used to work at, and I said, I never, ever want to drink in a small college town again because we were having <laughs> so much fun in a big city. Uh-huh. No doubt. And they said, what happened? Did you go out and have a fun night and nobody slashed your tires? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it is awesome. We'll step away so we can come back. We're doing Jay Bell at six. That's correct. All right. I like so that. Amory's saying yes. Yeah, she's doing a head nod. Also, if you heard Jay Bell yesterday with us, thank you for taking the time. Sure. It was like a lot of, like allegedly it was a lot of fun, and I want to hear it because I missed it. I was on a city council call with the city of Clovis. <laughs> We're finding J-Bell um, a man, too. I know. We talk, We said we would circle yeah. back to it right now. We pitched a... They can't be a Scorpio and Aries, and she doesn't care if you watch sports. And just have a job. You missed a good... You missed a good... I Aries. know. That's yeah. what everyone was saying. It's a, it's a good one. Rave reviews. On and off air. Great people, reviews. Like, I shared the podcast link with so many people. Also, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast roar. Mm-hmm. But people are like, hey, I, I had to get out of the car, but I was rolling. I'm like, oh, no one's ever said that when I'm on the show. Like, that sucks. Had the most wonderful at the very same watering hole we we're drinking at last night. Had the best compliment last night. Oh, okay, it's like I bleeping love your show. Yeah, and I don't care about sports. Was this a stranger or like a friend? No, a stranger. Wild. Yeah, wild. I had a guy come up to me last night when we were at that watering hole, and he was like. Hey, you own the wrestling promotion, right? Go, yeah, you know, it's nice to meet you or whatever. We're talking. He goes, you also host a radio show? (laughs) A lot of hats. A lot of hats. A lot of hats. And then very recently, not yesterday, but like Monday when we were at Howie's, somebody asked me if Avery is really a comedian. I just shrugged my eyes. I'm not sure. I've heard stories. Have been one for 15 years. I don't know. She gets paid to do it. A radio producer. People pay her. That's the problem with this show. This isn't. This is no one's regular job. People, people pay me not to be a comedian. Ninety-five point nine <laughs> FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Back live on the program. How do you want the best news of all time? Sign language. Okay. Good medium. <laughs> it's not great radio, but I do enjoy it. Pat McAfee announced today on his show that Aaron Rodgers is done as a guest for the NFL season from everything that's understood. McAfee made that call. Did he? I think it was McAfee's call. He'd throw up a middle finger and say, I'll do what I want. He probably realized that. He has a, so just to be clear, Pat McAfee has a written clause with ESPN on guest and creative. So be very clear on that. But ESPN's definitely on board with this. Definitely yes. on board with this. You can't accuse somebody who works for the same parent company. 
You can't accuse someone who's underneath the umbrella of being involved with Jeffrey Epstein no. and being an alleged pedophile. But this that's that's lawsuit material. Can't do it. That is libel. You remember whenever Brett Favre sued Pat McAfee? You know what Brett Favre has in common with Aaron Rodgers? Every damn thing ever. God, it's so hurtful as a Packers fan. Oh, and seeing the rise of Jordan Love the past few weeks. I'm like, please be a decent human being. Jordan, please be a decent human being. I'm rooting for Jordan Love in a way like I can't explain to others. Hmm. Uh, but good for A. Marie because there's no doubt in my mind you're going to see Aaron Rodgers weekly on Joe Rogan. So that'll be good. You can put both those lunatics together. Has he? He's already been on there, right? Hasn't he? We got to do some Googan. Yeah. But I'll do the, the Googan. You're going to Goog it? But that's what the move's going to be, right? Like, where else do you go with a fan base? Yes. Episode 1865. Which is also the year most of his <laughs> science views came from. This is so hurtful. I love the Packers. I love the organization. I love the history, the vibe. Everything is just so yes. beautiful. It's so unique in the world of sports, what the Packers have done historically and currently. Being a tiny, small market franchise, nobody cares about unless you care about them. It is wild. I Two legendary Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and they're both piles of garbage. I don't think... Joe Rogan or Aaron Rodgers is racist at all. That's not in my head. Actively. But do you think they picked 1865 on accident for his show number? Like, that's the end of the Civil War. That's the assassination of Lincoln. That's like so many things. Like, and they seem like those types of guys, right? Am I being, am I, I a, just a step too deep into this grave? Yeah, yeah, I think you are. Okay. We are. That's, uh, that's a little much. I think it's just when his availability... He was on there. He needs to feel like he is getting all of the attention. And never stopped. And historically, I'm sorry, I've been an Aaron Rodgers apologist for quite some time. Because he's just used to be this quirky troll that used to tease the media and really like put his stamp on what an interview or press conference he thought should look like. And then during COVID, just went off the deep end. And yeah. it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And it's so shameful. There, there's something to be said about the idea of like, oh, I got dangerous, cool ideas. And you're holding me in a high regard. And that's why I'm being persecuted. First, I'm actually going to accuse a national level celebrity of pedophilia and put he and his family in harm's way. They're canceling me. Yeah. I'm being canceled. It's not cancel culture. You're not being silenced when you say these things on the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. Joe Rogan is the biggest one in the world. Pat McAfee is the biggest one in the sports world. You're not being silenced. You had a microphone in your face and you kept saying dumb bleep over and over and over again. You're not a pariah. You're an idiot. And he went to Berkeley. No, he went to a <laughs> darkness retreat. <laughs> and as a guy ah. who has participated in some psychedelic air quotes medi medication. That's not the word. That's why I put it in air quotes. <laughs> I get it. Some people like to see the world in a different way. Expand their mind. 
Hold. But what it did to his mushy brain is insane. I just, I just thought about it. This is actually pro wrestling. You know, Pat McAfee, WWE superstar and commentator Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. He said today, Aaron Rodgers is no longer a guest on the Pat McAfee show this season. Welcome our new co-host, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, God. That's what oh, it is. Oh, God. AJ Hawk's like, what's, what's, what's up, bro? <laughs> like, I've never seen anyone. I've never seen a, a more substantial jabroni in my life when it came to yearning for attention. Sure. As guys with microphones in front of their faces, 15-odd hours a week, sometimes more, sometimes less. For me, way more for me. Don't seek professional professional medical advice from either one of us, especially from a football player, especially from someone who didn't go to medical school for over a decade. No. Also, I just saw a tweet from Aaron Rodgers that said he wasn't banned. He was just immunized from... Mm-hmm. Well, I hope he's immunized from a lawsuit. I don't hope that. Because you can't, you can't call people pedophiles. It takes a little proof. You can. You just got to be ready for the repercussions. You didn't of that. hear his apology. Not apo- It wasn't an apology, but he brought it up. And did you hear he rebuttaled? Was it on the Pat Agassi show? Yes. Do you have it? Um, you have to give me a second. No, don't worry about it because I don't super care. But he apologized on the show. That's what you're saying? Yes, and he was saying he's hoping that Jimmy Kimmel isn't on that list. Oh God! It was the whole thing. It was like five minutes of just is a spiel. How many losers do you know? But they keep going back and forth. Uh, that's a loaded question. Yeah, right. Also, your definition of losers might. Be different than I don't know. Would Which you put should... Aaron Rodgers in that category? No. See, I I would rather. He's not a loser. He's an idiot. Mm, makes him a loser. <laughs> There's so many idiot winners out there, though. <laughs> there are, and they're all fine. Yeah. You can be an idiot and be fine. Sure. Being an idiot doesn't make you a loser. That's what makes our show so great. Hoo <laughs> hoo. NFL headlines where we get back. Two men on. Live in the studio. Don't forget, Saturday and Sunday night, it's the home of NFL football. Also, your boys are at Monster Truck on Friday night. We're going to have a lot of fun. Go go to Monster Truck with us. Got a chair for you. We we are not behaved at this stuff. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Twitching lanes in that old school Chevy while I'm gripping grains. Fit that bang, I try to tell him it's the game. Okay. Now, mandatory NFL headlines with A. Marie Castillo. Well, we mentioned that uh, the biggest news is obviously Nick Saban retiring. When A. Marie goes to Japan, we're going to change this to formally with A. Marie Castillo. When I call Aww, in. to keep her legacy intact. So That's really it, sweet yeah. and considerate. NFL headlines. Formally <laughs> with Amory Castillo. Brought to you by Isaiah Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Whoever it is, 
I sorry, you were Nick Saban did what? Well, no, Nick Saban retired and Pete Carroll um, graduated. Graduated. That's a, that's an optimistic term. Those <laughs> are the two biggest headlines. Yeah, we had those. Yeah, no, very good. Uh, Vikings general manager Kwesi Adolfo Mensa oh. on Kirk Cousins. Whoa, we can't use that language on yeah, this program. I don't know. <laughs> you got to bleep that out. You got the button right there. Don't put that on a translator. He told reporters today, it's certainly my intention to have Kirk Cousins back here. Dang. Can't do any better than that at all? And not even a try? Amory, how does that make you feel? Are you okay with mediocrity? Yeah, I'm okay for one more year and draft a quarterback. And let him develop underneath Kirk Cousins? Absolutely. So he can also be pedestrian? Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah, and just get get the team healthy. Okay, Pam and pay Justin Jefferson. Panthers tied in Hayden Hurst. Do you guys know that guy? Carolina Panthers. Wanted to let everyone know that there were too many voices in Bryce Young's ear and it hurt his rookie year. All the things you said, all the things you said. What do you mean? Like he's schizophrenic? Is this breaking news? Bryce Young is schizophrenic? It's not enough. That, I think this is breaking news. Hayden Hurst, <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you about? talking about? Maybe they couldn't. Maybe he couldn't hear them because he's so short. Ooh. That's not that good of a joke. Let's not that That's a dig. Luckily, you don't have to dig very deep. Now, we have a lot of NFL wild card weekend and Monday. Oof, so stoked. On Saturday, though, we have the Dolphins on the road to Kansas City to play an Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. The weather is going to be minus six degrees. At least. Could be worse. Tua is zero and four when playing under 45 degrees of weather. So what? It's only four games. Well, historically, not just Tua, historically, the Dolphins are awful in cold weather. I mean, why would they? I mean, look where they live. This is what they deserve for cheating their stadium and putting only the visitors in the sun. So they- it's like, oh, okay. The offensive uh, genius that is Andy Reid, thank you for this today. Mm-hmm. He says he doesn't see the weather as an advantage when playing football. You're not having a snowball fight. It is definitely an advantage. Well, it's advantage because the I'm Chiefs fans are there. This is a very minor, as far as gameplay goes, it's a very minor advantage to the Dolphins. Because the Dolphins have two competent running backs, maybe three. Dolphins would rather play at home, obviously, but they're way better at running the ball than the Chiefs. So, of course, it's an advantage. It's an advantage, Andy Reid. I don't care what you say. It's not an advantage. They're both playing in the same game. Everyone is going to Arrowhead, going to Lambeau, going to these places where it's like really cold. Advantage to who? The team that plays there and is used to it. The only way it's an advantage is if the visiting locker room doesn't have heat or something. Which I guess you could do. That would be kind of a cool... Actually, hold on. That is an advantage. I take it back. If you can sabotage the amenities of the visiting team, then that's an advantage. Is that probably against rules? Probably. Oh, I think it very much is. 
I got two more for you. Well, these outlets don't work for your heated benches and jackets. Ooh. Well, it's almost kickoff. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? I can't remember who played at, uh, well, the the commanders just need a new field in general. General FedEx field needs to go, but the showers weren't working for the team after a game this year. Oh, that's that bad, bad news for beat reporters. Mm, bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny, Van. Oh, thanks. Two more two more uh, headlines before we uh, take our last break of the hour. Cause we're- Only two? Yeah, well, we're running a little behind. Oh, fine. Uh, Cowboys Jerry Jones, we all know him, clarifies on Mike McCarthy's future that he couldn't be more pleased following the Cowboys' victory over the Commanders to close the season with an NFC East title. Jerry Jones raised some eyebrows when he wouldn't fully commit to Mike McCarthy's future, but he clarified days later he loves him. I'm sure they already do, but if they don't, Jerry Jones needs to text somebody who has Bill Belichick's phone number because Bill Belichick will be the next coach of the Dallas Cowboys because the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love are going down to Dallas to embarrass the Cowboys. And then Mike McCarthy's gone. I need writers and people who work in media to get a little more. um, When I'm looking through the Google machine on all the top (laughs) NFL websites, can we get a little more fun? Headlines maybe do a little more work stopping. So They're lazy. all so damn emotional too. <laughs> where so and so has had something about so and so. Is there is there any other story that exists anywhere? If if you go to the top like NFL.com, CBS Sports, Fox Sports, Yahoo, they are all just like, well, like this next headline: Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski on what he's seen from CJ Stroud on tape. Quote unquote, he's awesome. Stop. Okay, is is he a teenager talking about the first time they heard Blink-182? <laughs> or is he talking about an opposing quarterback? Let's get a little more creative, though. If you wanted to do an emotion story today, you do Pete Carroll's press conference. That's the one you do today because it has legs. That one has substantial weight. That one is not... Guys who were actually really good friends create a narrative to distract you that they don't like each other with a one-off sentence. Tune in later tonight, and we'll give you a recap of how he'll eventually apologize. That's what we get. Sports fan, you're making me mad. Again. No sports media. Just softballing this garbage in. And lastly, NFL regular season games see 7% increase in viewers, 17.9 million on average, second highest since 2015. Well, Van knows why on this. Van, do you want to give that a reason? Taylor Swift. All night. We got to take a break. Also, you can get a 65-inch TV for like $300 now, and that is the best way to watch the NFL. Go to the tailgate, rage, have a dog or two. And go home and watch on your television like it's supposed to be seen. Put it up in the bed of your truck. Watch it there. Tune it on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Sports Animal. Uh-oh. Sports Animal's 27 years old. Uh, You know what that means. Tiger Woods going to break up with you. Is he with Nike? <laughs> I don't. I can't figure it out. I don't understand how it works. It's too complicated for my little brain. 
If he's not with Nike, he is Nike. If the sports animal's 27, that means Leonardo DiCaprio broke up with you four years ago. That's a good joke. I, I, oh God, I don't know how to say this, but I was kind of weird. I don't know how to physically see Tiger Woods in my mind without a Nike swoosh on a polo. A red polo with yeah. a Nike swoosh. I don't know even what he looks like without that. A, a white swoosh on a black hat? Has he ever worn another hat? 27 years. Did you see that Top Golf put out a LinkedIn to try to get Tiger Woods to apply right after the announcement? To be sponsored by Top Golf? What is owned by Callaway? So he Top Golf put out they're looking for a global head of golf footwear and apparel. Okay. Like we got room for you, Tiger. The description for it. Are you ready for the qualifications for this job that Top Golf put out? Be the best golfer of all time. Twenty there... twenty seven years industry experience in footwear and apparel, great at problem solving, critical <sighs> thinking skills, must have started golfing before the age of five, shot a forty eight for nine holes at age three, must have played in at least three hundred and seventy three events, needs no less than eighty two tour victories, won the Barden Trophy no less than nine times, must have won no less than 14 tournaments wire to wire. I'm not joking. Win at least four major tournaments on and on and on and on. Preferably 163 top five finishes. <laughs> top golf. Good job. And you must be a Midwest diner enthusiast. Must be willing to wear red and work on Sundays. <laughs> J-Bell, whenever we get back, is that right, Avery? Yes. That's going to be a lot of fun. What time is the basketball game? It starts at 7, but pregame will be at 6.30. All right. J.J. Buck's doing that? Yes. Ooh, he's good. He is good, dude. Wait, so will we be back, or are we just going to run J-Bell? We're just running J-Bell. Oh, lucky friend of the show. There you go, friends of the show. Dan and J-Bell and Amory, whenever we get back. I guess I have to say goodbye. You do. Goodbye, Fred. Me and Amory will be back with the lovely J-Bell. Good job, everyone. GG.